0: Welcome, and let's buckle up for this episode of Drive Time Talks, a podcast created exclusively for Toyota's policy drivers, the team members driving policy decisions on issues that matter to Toyota. This is Donna Rudy from Government Affairs, coming to you from Washington, D.C. In this traffic report, we have the honor to talk with Congressman Andy Barr of Kentucky on the 232 auto investigation. He led the fight against the Battle of the Border Adjustment Tax, which we won last year. Congressman Barr, thank you for joining us today.
1: First of all, Donna, let me just thank you for the opportunity to participate in the podcast and for the incredible privilege to represent Central Kentucky in Congress and the 8,000 team members at Toyota Motor Manufacturing Kentucky. My wife's stepfather was a team member for many, many years, recently retired, but started with the plant back in 1986 and was in powertrain. And As a Toyota owner myself, it's a great privilege to have Scott County, Georgetown in the district, and we're, we're so lucky to represent the team members there.
0: As you know, Toyota has been vocal on the Department of Commerce investigation on auto imports. Can you share with our listeners what is your greatest
1: concern and how active you've been on this issue? My biggest concern is that auto imports obviously should not and do not implicate national security. And we, we're hopeful that the investigation will come to that conclusion I work very closely with the Toyota government relations team in Washington, D.C., and all of the folks in Georgetown. One of the things we've done is to just personally advocate with administration officials. So I've had multiple meetings with Secretary Ross. I have frequent interaction with Secretary Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary. I've had meetings with U.S. Trade Representative, Ambassador Lighthizer, and also Larry Kudlow, the president's top economic advisor, and with Peter Navarro, the president's trade advisor. With uh, Mr. Navarro, he was suggesting that some of our auto manufacturers need to source more from domestic producers. And I reminded him, and I don't think he knew it, that Toyota and the Camry in Georgetown is one of the highest domestically sourced vehicles and is the most American-made car in some years in the whole country. And I think that's important to just remind someone with influence like Mr. DeVarro that uh, the Toyota Camry is an American car.
0: What has been the response from the administration when you expressed your concern about the investigation?
1: Well, I've been encouraged overall because I think they do recognize that these are very legitimate concerns. They recognize that there is a global supply chain, that jobs are on the line, that wages are on the line. The question is, is the strategy working? Is the strategy getting us to that place where we have lower or no tariffs on all sides of every border? Let's not have an unwise trade policy that erases the economic growth that has been produced by the tax cuts. You mentioned our work in killing the border adjustment tax. We worked with Susan Elkington. We worked with Will James on this. And and as a result, we lowered the corporate tax rate. And that hugely benefited Toyota.
0: Congressman Barr, in closing, is there anything that you would like to say to our team members?
1: Look, all of us in Central Kentucky, we so appreciate the partnership that we have uh, with the team members. It's a source of pride, and we look forward to continuing our longstanding relationship of advocacy for Toyota in Georgetown, Kentucky, with our office.
0: In this Rush Hour segment, let's look beyond the headlights on data privacy with Hillary Kane, Toyota Group Manager of Technology and Innovation.
2: So, things are heating up in Washington, D.C., and at state capitals around the country on data privacy. We're seeing a lot of interest among policymakers in regulating in this space.
0: And what do you think triggered all of this?
2: So, I think that some of this activity is inspired by the broad privacy framework that was recently enacted in Europe. But it's also the fallout of some of the recent tech company revelations, like the Facebook Cambridge Analytica scandal. We've already seen expansive privacy legislation enacted in California. Uh, That will take effect in January of 2020. Um, And we fully expect other states to also take action. Um, Also, a federal privacy law is is in the works here in Washington, D.C. Now,
0: what does this mean for us?
2: Modern day vehicles are generating a tremendous amount of data and companies are starting to tap into that data to provide new and innovative services to customers, you know, to perform data analytics, to improve quality and safety, you know, to train the artificial intelligence that will underpin autonomous vehicle systems in the future. This data is foundational to us realizing our goal of being a mobility company in the future. So even though the auto industry isn't necessarily the target here of some of these legislative efforts, we will almost certainly be caught up in these broad privacy frameworks.
0: On Pennsylvania Avenue, let's get up to speed on NAFTA with Lila Iridia foss Toyota's Director of International Public Policy.
3: Well, the NAFTA renegotiation talks just had their first anniversary. They began on August 16, 2017. And so shortly after they hit the one-year mark, the U.S. and Mexico announced that they had reached a deal on the talks. And one thing that's very important to emphasize, that deal was more of a handshake agreement. They did not conclude a formal free trade agreement at that time.
0: And where is Canada in all this?
3: Right now, the U.S. and Canada are actively negotiating so that eventually Canada can join and we will maintain a trilateral NAFTA, which includes the United States, Canada, and Mexico.
0: Assuming negotiations conclude, what then?
3: Well, the next steps is for all three parties to sign the agreement. The reason they've been really driving to wrap up NAFTA talks quickly is because the current Mexican president, Pena Nieto, leaves office on November 30th. That is the last day he can legally sign an agreement before the new president, López Obrador, enters office on December 1st. And so once the, the agreement is formally signed by the leaders of all three countries, it then needs to get ratified by both the U.S. Congress and the Mexican Congress. And that is not an easy battle. Negotiating a trade deal is only half the game. The other half is getting it ratified.
0: Let's go to Constitution Avenue. With the congressional midterm elections now less than two months away, Toyota's government affairs team is closely monitoring key races to gain insight into which political parties will control the House and Senate next year. For a deep dive into the polling numbers, we turn to our federal lobbyist, Mark Johnson, coming to us from the Capitol.
4: Thanks, Donna. As you know, the Republicans currently control both the House and the Senate, but a change in party control will have major implications for our top issues. The Democrats need 23 seats to take control of the House. There are right now 56 congressional seats that are what we call battleground seats, meaning that at any given time in an election, they could flip between Republican or Democrat. Now, some polling information I've been looking at in those 56 seats shows that 75 percent of voters say that it is important or very important for them to vote in November. Now, here's the interesting part of those voters. 55% are Democrat and 41% are Republican. What that means is that we are likely to see high turnout among Democratic voters. Democrats will probably take way more than the 23 seats that they need to take control of the House.
0: And what about the Senate?
4: There are eight Democratic senators running for reelection in red states, meaning states that President Trump won back in 2016. But the polling that I've been looking at in those red states shows that most of the Democratic senators are ahead or just slightly ahead. So what I think that means is that the dynamics that we're seeing on the House are applying to the Senate. And in a really good year for Democrats, you could see them take the Senate majority as well as the House.
0: For the State Highway segment, we have Eric Kirkhorn, Toyota Director of the State Government Affairs team, on the road to tell us about the work they're doing on the 232 investigation.
1: We started by connecting with those governors and other state leaders who have Toyota operations in their states. Our initial request of each was that if they had not already done so, each should emphasize to the president and the administration the danger, harm of these proposed tariffs. We've also encouraged governors to convene and hold a group meeting with the administration.
0: And what have the responses been like?
1: We've had success. All of the governors we've met with tell us they've had multiple discussions with the president and members of his team to share their concerns about auto tariffs. A number of governors have written letters to the administration. They've made public statements. Alabama Governor Ivey has been a major help, as have Tennessee Governor Haslam and Iowa Governor Reynolds. But this work, of course, continues. Right now, we are supporting a current effort to convene another formal meeting between the governors and the White House.
0: Let's take a quick detour. The people loved Andrew Jackson and Jackson loved cheese. He received a 1,400-pound, 4-by-2-foot wheel of cheddar as a gift. Two years passed, and to get rid of it, he hosted his final White House reception with the Titanic cheddar in the foyer. 10,000 guests and two hours later, the big block of cheese party finished it off, but not the stink of cheese, which lingered in the White House for years. Send a big block of cheese to Warm Climate D.C.? Not a good idea. You've got to think about it first. And that's it for Drive Time Talks. For the latest, follow us on Twitter at Toyota Policy. This is Donna Rudy signing off from Washington. Mata Ayama Show. Until next time.